Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, friends. This week, I want to talk about personal integrity and what does that mean to you and what does that mean to me? So I've been thinking a lot about what does it mean to show up in a way that makes me feel proud? And I would ask you the same. What is it that makes you feel proud when you show up and you do something that maybe feels difficult or scary or that makes you feel amazing and excited. I think there is a sense of pride when we show up and we've done something that feels like it's in alignment with what we believe in, that feels like it's in alignment with our personal truth. And I think that pride is the natural emotion that flows out of that, that we feel good about ourselves. And we're like, wow, I'm really like, that was hard. And I feel great about it. And I feel so proud that I was able to do that thing. This is something that I notice with my daughter that she will try something new or come up with a new idea or try to figure something out and state it and then be like, wow, I did that really well. And she's so excited. And I love that there's this innocence of youth where she's very able to say out loud to everyone in the room, like, I did that great. <laughs> and, and I feel good about it. And it's very easy for me to see her do something like that and be like, you know what? I'm really proud of you. And I wonder how often as adults, do we do that for ourselves? How often in our lives do we actually praise ourselves or think, wow, I'm really proud of myself for that. And I know for some of you, that may be a thought that you have more often, but I think for a lot of us, it's a foreign concept to think of praising ourselves for accomplishing anything. Usually we're thinking, oh, I need to do more than that, or that wasn't enough. And yet there are times in life, often when it's the most challenging, I have to say, it's often when there's conflict or when there's something that came up that we didn't really want to deal with in the first place. And we struggle, we have the internal struggle of how do we want to show up? What needs to be done and how can we do it? And how does that feel? Is it hard for us? What is the thing that life is calling us to do that's making us feel like we're not capable or that's too hard? And yet somehow we step up and we do the thing. And then there's this immense relief. It's like a cool water that just like flows down over your heart and cools it down after all the fire of like, ah, everything is hard and I don't know what to do. But we do the thing and we're like, oh, it's like a cool drink of water. And we feel very good that we handled it. We did the thing and we feel the best about how we handled it when we feel that we did it with integrity, where we didn't lie. We didn't cheat. We were honest about what was happening. We were kind to other people if we needed to be, or at least that's how it goes down for me is like, how did I handle things? Was I able to handle it in a polite or non accusatory manner? Was I able to stick to honest truth and facts and not inflate all of the emotions to make, make up facts, I guess I want to say, like, there's definitely a tendency when there's conflict to want to say, you did everything wrong. I did everything right. You did blah, 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 blah. 
and say all of the mean, terrible things because that's how it emotionally feels. It's like emotional garbage in my heart and in my mind. And it just wants to all like fall out of my mouth at the other person. So I feel best and I feel like, wow, I really did that well when I'm able to not just spew all of my emotional garbage onto other people, but still stand up for myself, but still be able to say what needs to be said and hopefully get to an outcome where both parties feel like they're heard, they're recognized, and a resolution is possible. And it's interesting because for me, a lot of conflict and having a resolution be available comes back to what am I willing to receive? Am I willing to receive a good outcome or am I very hung up on being right and having to have the other person know that they've done wrong and that it's terrible and they never should have done it and just harping on that. And it's something that I see repeated like out in TV shows and drama, like because it is, it's drama, it's fun to watch. And it very much catches us all up in it. Like we go, Oh, it's very upsetting. And we're very quick to jump on the anger train (laughs) and to follow along and be like, this is terrible. That person's terrible. They did something wrong. There's no redeeming them. Why do they even try? But in reality, in real life, everybody, I guess, has an open option for redemption. Like, and what could happen if I allowed that to exist for people who have done me wrong? I know that sounds so ridiculous to say, but it, it is a question that I had to ask myself recently. <laughs> like, what am I willing to receive? Am I willing to receive a resolution? Am I even open to that? And that was the first question that I have to ask myself if I'm showing up with integrity. Am I actually gunning for this person to fail and fail me and be a miserable person and nothing is redeeming and I want them to suffer? And then it's like the sudden realization that if that's true, then I also have to continue to suffer And I'm actually suffering right now by believing that they're irredeemable and that there's no possible fix for whatever crazy thing has gone awry. And it's something that I would like to change about myself. So one of the most awesome moments for me recently was having that realization of, wait a minute, do I want to be right and be miserable and continue to reinforce as though that's the only possible reality is that this is bad. This is bad. This person's wrong. They did bad. There's nothing they can do. Or do I want to allow that there is something they could do? Maybe they could try and fix it. And my emotions would swoop in and be like, there's nothing they can do. No matter what they do, I can't trust them. It's terrible. This thing can't be fixed. And it's that kind of really upsetting feeling And having to recognize that that's just me traumatizing myself. It's also traumatizing the other party. But the only thing I truly have control over is me and how I'm feeling and how I'm reacting. And how can I bring calmness back into my awareness? Is there a way that I could dwell in the experience of being disappointed, of feeling threatened, of feeling upset, and come to a resolution? These are the kinds of things that make me feel proud of myself or how I handle something when I'm like, whoa, I did a scary thing. I had a scary conversation. But the other half of it is I had to do the scary thing in allowing that there's a possibility for solution. I have to suspend my disbelief about this other person's or whatever's inability to to show up or make things right. And recognize that I even had that belief in the first place, that there's like nothing that can be done. I had to get rid of that first. 
And that was me having to step into, I guess, the philosophy that I hold for everybody until they've done me wrong, right? I think a lot of us have that that kind of um, duality to the way we think. And we're probably not conscious of it until it comes into conflict like that, where, for instance, like, I want to believe that everybody is great, everyone's striving to be their best self, like nobody would intentionally do anything wrong. All of these things, right, that I believe about the goodness of the universe, and people will help you out if you help them. And then we're hit with some kind of conflict or something that seems to throw that into jeopardy. And then immediately, it's like the other half of beliefs hop up, which is, but in this case, this is irredeemable, it's irresponsible, anyone who could behave this way or have this go wrong is, and then we just pile on all of the terrible things and all the terrible thoughts. And it made me go, wait a minute, is that truly what I believe? Is it only a part of what I believe? What would I rather believe more? And what actually helps this situation out? I guess that comes down to like the practical aspect of living is all of it's good. I mean, you can believe all of it. You can believe that people are great and people are evil and then live in the confusion between those two states. But when it comes down to getting through an actual situation, we need to ask ourselves, are the thoughts that I have and the beliefs that I have getting in the way of any positive possible outcome? How am I contributing to this? Am I getting in the way in some way? Is there space for me to relax and allow for a resolution? Is there anything that could happen that would be better than what's happening right now? And I think, you know, when bad things happen, we go through, I I would say almost like the stages of grief, right? And loss where we're like, there's denial, this can't be happening. There's the arguing and trying to get what we want. There's the grief and the sadness. And then like the, the bargaining and then the acceptance of what's happened, all of those, I'm sure there's more than that. But I find no matter what happens in life, whenever there's a conflict or something goes wrong, we kind of go through all of that emotional spectrum. And catching myself in those emotions helps me feel good about myself, makes me go, oh, I really am living in integrity. I'm examining these. I'm actually showing up and going, huh, is this all of it? Is there more? Could I let go? Do I want to let go? That was an interesting question. So um, for me, in the heat of everything, when I'm really mad, no, I don't want to let go of it. I want to be mad forever. And then there's like the, I don't know, the more sane part of myself that's like, no, I don't want to be mad forever. Are you out of your mind, Blaze? Like, it's time to let it go. And then there's the other voice that's like, don't be a pushover. Don't let them get away with this. It thinks that it has to be an all or nothing world, right? I think that's what happens in my brain is something bad has happened, so all bad things will happen, followed by, I can't let that happen, I'll have to do everything to fix it, followed by, you're going to have to force them to fix it, but they never will, like the lack of trust, (laughs) followed by, well, if they're offering to fix it, can you even trust them? So all of that stuff. And then the, if I allow them to fix it, if I allow them to try, am I giving up on what I really wanted? And also recognizing that often what I really wanted was to never have had a conflict in the first place, never to have had a bad thing to happen. And then there's the grown up adult part of myself that says, and yet this is life and bad things happen. And that just happens to everyone. We don't get to decide that we're having a perfectly charmed life. We don't get to live that. Here we are. This is actually what happened. So how do I want to handle it? Ah, 
And that's where I have the chance to live with some strength, some inner strength, some personal integrity and go, okay, now is the time blaze to step up and be the person that you would want to interact with in this situation. Put yourself in the other person's shoes, be the offending party or whatever. How would you want to hear what someone had to say? And how would you want them to receive you? And I went, ah, okay, this is me really having to get into the meat of things, right? How do I want to receive criticism? How would I want to deliver it? How am I willing to receive a resolution? And how would I offer it? And allow all of that to be open and relax. And that's so vulnerable. It's so vulnerable to allow other people, particularly when we've been hurt, to even have the chance to repair things. And I know I'm speaking to a wide audience right now, and some of you will be comparing this to like romantic relationships or friendships. Other people will be thinking about business relationships or employees or just any kind of interaction. And all of them, really, they ask us to show up and be like, wow, how am I a part of this? And it's so vulnerable to be like, oh, I've put myself in this situation. Somehow here I am, and I have this interaction with this other person, whether it's ongoing, whether it just happened, whether it was random, and yet here we are, and I can't undo the past. There's a vulnerability to that as well, to go like, oh, like regret does nothing, right? I can't undo anything that happened. I really do have to step up and show up right now and try to resolve things in a way that I can live with. I guess that's what integrity is, right? Like what is the way that I can move forward and be pleased with myself? And if not pleased, at least satisfied. And that's good enough. Mm. And I think in order to make those kinds of decisions, we do have to know what is important to us. What's the thing that we're trying to save? Because I think it does come down to that a little bit too. Are we trying to save or protect something And is it a belief about who we are and how we show up? Or is it something that we're trying to protect or create on behalf of others? And that's why we're mad. Like we get mad for a lot of different reasons. (laughs) We get sad for a lot of different reasons. And when we're able to accurately identify that for ourselves, when you can look in your heart and go, this is why I'm mad. This is what I wish had happened. This is the thing that I need in order to feel safe and set some boundaries Then we move forward and there's a possibility for resolution. I think that we never know, right? Until we're living through it, what, what the outcome is going to be of anything, but we are an active participant no matter what, because here we are living our life and, you know, life just keeps throwing stuff at us and it'll be relentless like that, right? Until the day we die. So we just keep deciding who we are and how we show up and hopefully more often than not we catch ourselves in these moments and go, you know, even though this has been unpleasant, even though I wouldn't wish this experience on anyone else, I sure handled it the best I could. And I think I did well. And I think when we're able to answer that kind of question with the answer, I did that well, and I'm glad that I handled it the way I did. There was no other way I would have done it that I feel would have been better. (sighs) Ah, that feels good. So we have to kind of get to know ourselves and know the things that cause us pain, to know the things that make us feel really happy, and to continually choose to align 
on that path of the things that make us feel good, the way that we want to be remembered. I think of that often, like, how do I want to be remembered? And who is it important that I'm remembered by? Who in a month, five years from now will still be in my life and maybe remember this moment and have been affected by it? And could I have left them for the better despite this crazy thing of happening? Particularly, I think about my daughter and how I would like her to see that I've handled things. And it really makes me question myself and go like, am I handling this well? Or am I being crazy? Is this worth a fight? And if it is, how do I want to handle it? And I think it's making me a better person. It's making me really identify who am I? How do I communicate? Can I do it clearly and cleanly and without unnecessary suffering and accusation at other people or at myself. And when I do that, I can go, wow, that was pretty cool. That did not suck. The experience leading up to it sucked. Having the conversation sucked, but overall it did not suck because I've gotten better. I've become a better person. I've handled something and I did it. It was me. There, there is some pride in handling things and not um, just waiting for the universe to just intervene on our behalf. I think there's a lot to be said for recognizing that we have authority in our lives to do stuff that we get to choose and actually actively taking those choices rather than letting them be handed to us. I think that can build a sense of pride as well. Mm. Yeah. So this week... I really have been thinking a lot about stepping into a self that is, uh, I, I feel like I'm generally calm, but that handles conflict with more calm. Stepping into a self that is confident that I, I create an environment where these kinds of situations don't happen that often. And that when they do, it's easier for me. I want to have a belief, I guess that it's easier for me to communicate clearly and set a boundary and that I'm becoming better at that. So I think through my experiences, every time something crazy happens, (laughs) I had a boss once that was awesome. And he would always say like, whenever something goes awry at work, that is when a policy is born. Like we didn't have a policy up until whatever crazy thing happened, but after it happens, now there's a policy and we're not going to let it happen again. And now we can be feeling pretty good that we have a policy. (laughs) It's good. So I kind of live my life like that too, where I'm like, okay, with each experience of conflict or something difficult, I get to step into a person who is not going to experience that particular flavor of difficulty again, because now there's a policy about that and how I'm going to handle it. And the policy is born from whatever thing I think went well about whatever crappy situation happened. How did I handle that? Well, And can I lean into that more next time or create in such a way that the conflict could even be avoided by just having this clear boundary? And it's so interesting to me, isn't it, that something about integrity has a lot to do with boundary. It has a lot to do with knowing who you are and where you end and what you're willing to accept and what you're not. And when we don't have clear boundaries, it's difficult to feel like we have any integrity at all. And I think maybe it's why we have similar language around that with like a wall that's strong, has integrity, and it's not going to buckle when something comes and pokes it, like it's structurally sound. And I think about creating a life and a 
I don't want to say a personality, but like an aura around me, like an ability to handle life that is structurally sound and that can handle conflict and bad weather and all of the things that happen in the course of a normal life. I want to create myself in a way that has integrity and is structurally sound. Hmm. Yes. So my friends, as you are creating the skyscrapers of your lives, <laughs> may you build it with integrity. May you really question and find the answers to what's deeply important to you about how you handle things, about how you relate to others and to everything in your life. What is your relationship to the place, the space, the people that you're around? How do you fit in there? And how do you do it well? What are the things that make you just smile and go like, ah, yeah, this is it. This is me. And I'm doing what I do excellently. Mm. May you thrive and have an excellent week, my friends, and live in integrity, live with that sense of strength and notice it about yourself. I guess that would be my last thing is maybe this week, let's notice when we're kind of being awesome and give ourselves a little pat on the back for that. You're doing great. Mm, feels so good. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.